0: and all not know the truth. this, we Um, welcome back to the Witching Podcast. My name is Julia and I have my co-host here, Shay, with me. Hi! Hello! <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about, well, Shay is going to be mostly talking about, <laughs> and I will be commenting on um, space, more mm-hmm. specifically the James Webb Telescope and the potential for finding new planets and solar systems and aliens and yes. all that good stuff. So, that's what we're talking about today.
1: Are you ready to have your mind blown?
0: <laughs> yes. Just a fair warning, everyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love space, mm-hmm. but, like, for some reason, <laughs> when, like, we get to talking about, like, um, <laughs> um, you know, like, deep space and, like, just, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Sometimes I, like, gag a little bit because really? it just, like, makes me, like – Sick to think about that we're so tiny. And it's everything. absolutely sickening. It's just like, and I love it. It's like so interesting to mm-hmm. me, but for some reason, it just really also like gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's
1: an uncomfortable topic because, like, yeah, you're you're talking about, um, uh, what did that guy said A bumblebee on the moon? No, not even so. We're mm-hmm. literally a speck of dust, and Ugh. um, in in a small bubble. In like thirty million oceans, like that is us,
0: and, yeah, and that just like that. grosses me out yeah. a little bit. So <laughs> just just a warning. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So let's start with uh, the James Webb Telescope and why it's so exciting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and why it's so important.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so you know about the Hubble Telescope, yes? Right. Okay. Yep. So. I don't know when they launched that one. I think that one was in the 90s. Um, and like that guy said in the video of Quantum Magazine, he was like, we didn't really know what we were looking at when we shot it up in the sky. Yeah. Um, which is true. And I think that's like the same vibe that the James Webb is going to have. Like they just don't know what they're going to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but they know that it's going to see much further than the Hubble telescope. Yeah. Um, So James Webb Telescope is probably, I want to say, the largest project that NASA has ever done, Uh, including like monetary value. Mm -hmm. It's just huge. Like the, uh, the Hubble Telescope, I think... I don't know how big it was, but mm-hmm. it was nowhere near the James Webb. The James Webb is about four stories tall oh my God. and about as wide as a tennis uh, tennis court. So it's huge. Holy shit. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and the James Webb, just to give you a little bit of a, a difference between the two, the Hubble telescope um, was only designed to read ultraviolet light and like a little bit of infrared light. Yeah. Um the the James Webb is completely designed to see all infrared. Mm-hmm. Um so that's why it's gonna see like much, much farther than the Hubble telescope. I hope this is not gonna be too boring for you guys. <laughs> um it's it's gonna get more interesting, I promise. Um but it's really exciting because this is um almost like the the key To knowing uh, how not only how our galaxy started, but how the entire universe started. Wow. Which is insane. Okay, Um, so question. Yeah.
0: So the Hubble telescope and the James Webb telescope. Mm -hmm. So what exactly was the purpose of them really making this new telescope though? Like what does the Hubble – I don't know that much about it. So what Mm -hmm. does the Hubble telescope see and like what's the difference there?
1: So it's just how much light – they they can uh detect mm-hmm. so um the reason why we see stars and galaxies is because we can see the light that's emitting from them mm-hmm. it so happens that they're close enough to emit ultraviolet light mm-hmm. so that's what the hubble was picking up okay um the further you go uh into the universe
0: mm-hmm.
1: so how how it's stretched out mm-hmm. the the further you go you're gonna find galaxies that are very very dim or you can't see them at all. And that's because they're so far out that they're only emitting infrared. Mm-hmm. And the Hubble wasn't able to read that. Okay. So James Webb will be able to. So that's like the major difference. That's why they're launching it because they want to see further. I see. Into, um, in the video that we watched, we'll, we'll link it in the description for you guys just in case you want to watch uh, the short 15-minute video. Um, but what Quanta Magazine was saying was, um, so the... The universe is always expanding. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point to to have too, because, um, so it's so it's always stretching. The closer you are, you have uh, this light wavelength,
0: mm-hmm. kind
1: of like a if you can visualize like a zigzag, yeah, and it's reaching Earth, and that's how we can see it through the zigzag. When you stretch out the universe or when it's expanding, mm-hmm. the zigzag gets straighter, right? More thin. That's where you have infrared.
0: Oh, so ultraviolet
1: changes from ultraviolet to infrared when it's stretched. Oh, when I it's see. Elongated. That was
0: another question I had. Yeah. Was it – because I was going to ask, like, well, does ultraviolet light just, like, kind of only stretch so far that, yeah. like, we just can't see because they're so far yeah, away? Yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. just that it's turning into infrared light. Yeah,
1: exactly. Gotcha. Yep. So um, the Hubble telescope took this really important picture, Um in I think it was, it's a certain it's a small region of a constellation in I think Ursa Major mm-hmm. it's called that was the deep field picture oh. so it's just a smidgen of um of a constellation of wow. that image um and we'll also link that for you guys to look at it's called the Hubble uh, Deep Field image and to describe it how would you describe it it's like sprinkles
0: yeah basically but
1: like little like um you can see galaxy discs yeah and how they're like kind of slanted every which way it's like
0: if you you know like how the milky way looks it's just a bunch of little small milky ways on a black piece of paper <laughs> like yep. sprinkled on a black piece of paper <laughs> yeah
1: and in the image you you can kind of see like how there's bigger ones. So automatically Mm -hmm. you're going to say they're closer. Yeah. But then if you go further, deeper into the image, like uh, that researcher was saying in the video, Mm -hmm. um, they get more dim or they get smaller, smaller. Um, Gotcha. And everything past that, they assumed that there was um, nothing else until more recently, where the more that they fed into the picture, um, they realized that there are like dimly lit uh, galaxies that they weren't picking up. um, And that's why they wanted the James Webb, because then the James Webb would be able to pick up that infrared and go deeper even more so into that image. Um,
0: That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. So
1: I kind of want to – I just want to look up very quickly um, how much the universe expands every year. Okay. Okay. Because I I just find that to be, so it says, uh, the universe expands 73.3, uh, plus or minus 2.5 kilometers per second. Wow.
0: So. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then there's. I can't (laughs) even like imagine that.
1: There's another theory also that it's just going to keep stretching and then like eventually bounce back.
0: Yeah, um, but just
1: like loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh um but I won't get into that cuz that's really like if you if you like <laughs> read about this too much, you get like really anxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um so let me go back here. Okay. So more so about um the James Webb Telescope. So as I was saying that it was designed to see infrared further down. Mhm. The scientists or the the astrophysicists that took that deep uh, field image mm-hmm. were saying that it was so layered you could visualize almost uh, kind of like a tunnel of these galaxies. So um, elongate the tunnel there, you have a timeline of the universe. So the further away something is, the older it is. Mm-hmm. Um. The James Webb telescope will be able to tell us uh, probably or show us as far back as 100 million, or no, yeah, 100 million years to the first origins of light in the universe. So they already know that in the beginning, like without galaxies, yeah. light whatsoever, it was literally just dark matter, which is just uh when you look at space, you see the black spaces in between the stars, that's um theoretically dark matter. So just atoms... That don't emit light at mm-hmm. all. Um, it was that in plasma gas. It was. But how just, do they
0: know how old the universe is?
1: Um, based on the rate of expansion.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: how far they can see back. I yeah. see. I it's see. an
0: educated. This is all
1: theoretical physics. Yeah. Like the, it, it's not no factual. Like it's not. It's legit, but it's not legit enough. Like they don't have tangible evidence. It's all theoretical. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, same with like the big bang kind of yeah Um, but <clears throat> so if they were to see that far back it, it's so important because once you know how things started then you have a better idea of where things are going mm. so uh, essentially like if the universe is gonna snap back one day or if we're in not in a universe, but we're in a multiverse. Something like this. Oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah. It, it's intense. <laughs> but multiverse. that but that's uh, basically why they made James Webb. Because they're trying to figure this out. But also because they want to um, kind of do a laboratory sampling of atmospheres of these planets. Mm-hmm. So, like that woman was saying in the uh, quanta physics video, she was like, every star that you see when you look up in the sky has planets every single one oh,
0: every God. single star
1: um that
0: makes me so uncomfortable they're watching you they're watching me no
1: um but I, I find that so fascinating it is because, very
0: fascinating you know it's like just like makes me feel like a little bug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: a it's um that's why when people say literally when people say uh i don't believe in aliens you're dumb. You, like, you have no idea. All right. Stop you know?
0: listening right now. People don't believe in aliens.
1: <laughs> there is no... I, personally, I don't think there's any way that we're not alone.
0: Yeah. You know? Or yeah. no,
1: there's not any way... Wait. That no, you're right. That we're alone, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: There's um, no way.
1: So, that being said, our... So, we're in the Milky Way galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, There's about 12 billion um <laughs> planets in this galaxy alone i
0: thought you were gonna say well, galaxies
1: no 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 no, no. there's oh, way more than that Is no no no. There? <laughs> no 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 no. there yeah no galaxies there there's like upon trillions right now but also i'll i'll get into this later but that that's not even like the gist of it so oh it God. says there's 12 dozen okay sorry my bad 12 dozen billion planets like 12
0: dozen billion yeah 12 dozen billion
1: yeah 12 dozen to, billion
0: so <laughs> wow <laughs> so so like I, I kind of 12 it. times
1: 12 yeah billion yeah mm-hmm. wow uh planets in our galaxy which means that I don't know how many uh planetary systems there are so all those planets are surrounding a star
0: Okay. okay, so we only have eight planets in our specific solar system. Right. Which is in the Milky Way. Right. But there's twelve how many dozen. solar how many solar systems are in the Milky Way? I don't know. Let's look it up. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: How many solar
0: systems in the Milky Way? Let's see. You're about to say something that's gonna destroy me. No, no, no. <laughs> because if every star Okay, has here you planets. go. Here you go. It says
1: there's two there's about 200 billion stars in our galaxy. So you can infer wow. that those stars are planetary systems. Jesus. So, yeah, that that's what that researcher was saying that when you look up, that's most likely a planetary system when you're looking up. Every single one would have one at least one planet surrounding it. Wow. Um <laughs> so again if you don't think aliens are real yeah
0: (laughs) you're just not living no you're
1: just not at all but also so uh that being said like the so earth was formed let's say i think it was about 13 billion years after the galaxy was formed the milky way right
0: Mm -hmm. we're
1: we're pretty young. You have to think about the 13, um, the, the first formed planets or solar systems that were formed when the galaxy just started. So imagine what an extra 13 billion years of evolution would look like. You could guess that would be what if they did have uh some type of intelligent life mm-hmm. on them it would be an extra 13 billion years of evolution that they would have in their pockets wow. compared to us and that's just in our galaxy like this is just in the milky way that's so there is so much potential for you know not yeah. being alone yeah um <clears throat> let me just go back here so why the
0: fuck haven't they found it yet? <laughs> i know i know <laughs>
1: Um, but th- that's what James Webb is gonna do because they're gonna test all he the better. atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, right. Getting my hopes <laughs> up. <laughs> um. So, let me see here. The um. So when James Webb the telescope like flies out there on its sails, mm-hmm. it's going to test the atmospheres of these planets. Mm-hmm. But specifically, they're looking at the percentages of methane and carbon dioxide Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because geology itself will produce methane right from from the earth Mm -hmm. or from the ground whatever what planet you're looking at and co2 might be in the atmosphere Mm -hmm. but it won't be um at a certain percentage because humans are farty (laughs) animals (laughs) are farty um and we all produce carbon dioxide when we exhale yeah so here on Earth, though, methane and carbon dioxide are super, super heavy in our atmosphere. That's what they're looking for when they test Uh,
0: these other atmospheres. I see. Because that Mm -hmm. could mean that there's like life. Yeah, exactly. I got you. Mm -hmm. Um, But what if there's life out there that doesn't produce those things? They produce other
1: things. That's exactly it. So- that that's part of their their issue. Why it's all theoretical? Because they yeah. literally do not have a broad enough picture. We're literally just inferring from our own experience here. Yeah. So we're very uh, earth biased. Like pretty much, yeah. We, we think that we're gonna find something like us. Yeah. And that's.
0: It's but that's. Possible that but that's the point I think. For, yeah. For for most of them, because they want. If, you know, we destroy our planet, yeah. possibly we can go and ruin someone else's planet. That's exactly <laughs> it also. That's yeah. probably why we're looking as yeah. well. Um But no, I get that because they really don't know. Like, you, there's, you can't even imagine, like, what other, like, aliens could be producing. Like, yeah. they could just, maybe they've already, like, you know, observed other planets that there is life on, but they just don't know it because they're looking for those specific right, human, right, right. like... Um, qualities where yeah, they wouldn't necessarily have that.
1: That's like uh, when everybody was freaking out when they found like remnants of water and ice on Mars. Mm-hmm. Like we never thought, based on its position with the sun and how there's literally no signs of life on Mars. We were like, "What the heck? There's yeah. water here!" Yeah, like so. We honestly like we we don't know yeah. what's possible. Yeah, but um. They're just going to have to go there and check it out. Yeah.
0: Like, exactly. Gonna have, they should be working with Elon Musk yeah. to get some spaceships up to all these different planets and these yep. different solar systems because they got to have to see yep. with
1: their own eyes. I think that's pretty much what they're doing right now, too. Like, at least Tesla is, I feel like. Yeah. And Jeff Bezos. Sh- fuck Jeff fuck Bezos. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. Jeff Bezos. If you're listening, he's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so so it's insane so that that's literally just our galaxy too Mm -hmm. like we have to remember it's not it's probably not going to retrieve anything from other galaxies right yet um let me see here um also, going back to what uh how we're so like human biased and earth biased. Mm-hmm. I was listening to this other podcast uh where they were featuring Neil deGrasse Tyson and one of the questions like a, a listener had was if we were to find aliens, what would be the p- plausibility that they ha- would have uh or they would look like us, like have the arms and stuff like that. Yeah. And Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying that is pretty high Mm -hmm. because you have to think about how so we have arms phalanges things like this that help us create these tools to communicate
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um we it's a good educated guess to guess that these other civilizations would have at least these appendages on them mm. to also build things that can communicate with yeah. us. So you're not going to like go to a, a planet say and find underwater creatures with like tentacles and they're going to be building things that can communicate yeah. with us uh from their planet. yeah it, it's more likely that you're going to find another civilization uh that is very similar to us that's able to communicate with us just based on geology mm. and like biology how we look yeah things like that yeah and when i made that realization i was like okay yes that makes sense because if you think about it using the underwater example like it's very unlikely that you can send radio waves out from
0: yeah underwater you know yeah
1: but um so talking about aliens okay there's an actual equation that they discovered or they created
0: mm-hmm.
1: that um, can give you an educated guess as to how many aliens or intelligent life civilizations are in our galaxy. So what? there's a legit number. That, okay. <laughs> that What's may the number?
0: Be. What's the equation? <laughs> it's How's called that?
1: the 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 Drake Equation. Okay. And I'll explain it. I'll explain all the variables, but it goes like n equals r times f sub p times n sub e times f sub i times f sub or no f sub l times f sub i times f sub c times l so it's a really long equation it sounds really confusing but it's really not it's just a bunch of math okay um so i'll kind of go through the variables um so r is the average rate of star formation every year in our galaxy so how many stars are popping up a year okay. um so that's, that would be important because each star like the woman said uh would have planetary systems mm-hmm. you know it would be a planetary system yeah um f sub p is the fraction of those stars that have planets okay so not every star will have a planet but there's a good chance that it'll have at least one okay um n sub e stands for the average number of planets that can support life um, in a star that has planets So, and planets. Okay. So, uh, again, Earth-biased,
0: yeah. like we're looking planets at. Planets like Earth? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and then F sub L stands for the fraction of planets that have actually developed life. That number, we don't we know, don't know that. We don't know that. We literally don't know because if so, then we'd be like aliens,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so we don't know that one. Um, we also don't know N sub E, the, the M planet one, okay, because we, we haven't been able to see that far. Right. You know, but with James Webb, we might be able to fill in some of these gaps that, that the telescope would Wait be able Wait
0: a second. I have a question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a second. So, okay. So, mm-hmm. if this telescope is able to see so far, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't they use this telescope to look at other planets in our own galaxy, like up close? Oh, they are. They are. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: That one, uh, I forget what it was, but one of, you know how the the guy was listing like five of the tools that were on the telescope? One of them is for basically high resolution pictures. Like, you know, those nebula
0: pictures. But I thought he also said, well, no, I'm wrong. Just kidding. (laughs) Because I was thinking, because he said also that they where they're going to be positioning the telescope is going to be like kind of at the edge so that it blocks out the sun and the moon and the Earth's light. Yes. But my stupid brain was <laughs> no. thinking like that's the edge of the Milky Way galaxy. But no, that's just the edge of our planet and the yes. sun and, and us. Yes. That's our solar system. So yeah. no, I'm wrong. So they could still take pictures of Cause like hello, that's the first place they should look is in our own galaxy because those planets are so close to us and comparatively. The, yeah,
1: and because it has at least like the woman said, twelve dozen billion planets. Yeah, uh, in the solar and they should also use it only. to
0: just look at the planets in our own solar system up close too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The Hubble telescope has given
1: us a lot of insight in that, but that's because everything was so close. Remember yeah. how they like everything's emitting ultraviolet rays. Yeah. Um anything further is going to be infrared. Anything outside of that deep field picture, completely infrared. And that's why they're using James Webb though, because it's partially for to test the planet's uh, atmospheres in our galaxy, but it's also to see past all those other galaxies so that they can give um, a better representation of uh you know the the origins of light itself yeah um because they really want to figure out how everything started because if they figure that out um they're confident that they can give us kind of like a, a better idea it won't be so theoretical anymore like right, right now everybody's just guessing yeah what happened it was like super educated guesses but yeah it's still not tangible like mm-hmm. they, they don't have any evidence um and then so going back to the equation um F sub C stands for the fraction of intelligent life that released detectable signs of their existence in space. So those uh, aliens that can communicate. Mm-hmm. So essentially radio waves. Okay. That's what they're going to be sending out. Okay. Um, and then L, L stands for the expected lifetime of such a civilization uh, for the period that can communicate across the space. So, that's actually really important because we actually don't know our own end date. We know the dinosaurs end yeah. date because of that catastrophe that happened. Yeah. Um, but we don't know when when ours is. Soon. So that's also an open ended question. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I think they, they know that the, the sun is uh four billion and then the earth is thirteen million.
0: Oh gotcha. Years old. Okay.
1: Okay, okay. Um so that's pretty old.
0: Wow. So there, it's okay. it, it's so we got time. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, oh yeah. Well, we're fine. <laughs> well, oh, okay.
1: The sun's got time. I don't know about Earth. Yeah, but... no, no, no. But <laughs> there is a lot of blanks in this. I think mm-hmm. right now we have um, the average rate of star formation mm-hmm. in our galaxy uh, because we can see how many stars pop up, um, and then. A fraction of those that have planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're researching planets every day. They're finding new ones, like she said, in the yeah. video and data. Mm-hmm. So they probably have that, like a good guesstimate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pretty much everything else, one, two, three, four, five, five of the seven variables we don't know the answers to.
0: So it's useless. Yeah,
1: essentially. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh,
0: but the equation is there. It's there. So it's ready. It's we ready can use to go it. Yep. as soon as they figure it out. <laughs> They got it. <laughs> yeah, and also
1: interestingly enough, this was created sixty years ago. This oh. equation, this is not new. Wow. So they had this information six. They didn't have two variables. They didn't have any variables at okay, all. Okay, so they got
0: two. Yeah, they got right? two. We're making 60 progress. Years.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, circling back to James Webb uh, mm-hmm. the telescope. J- the telescope is launching uh, this month in mm-hmm. December. Um, I actually don't know exactly what date um what I do know is they have to ship it down they have to ship four stories in a tennis court long object down <laughs> to Central America mm-hmm. so that they can launch it from there um and they're going to set it up uh not with men not with astronauts at all like or women mm-hmm. um it's gonna be folded and it's gonna pop up like a storybook in space okay um it's going to sit in an orbit um directly behind earth in the sun okay so they're going to put it on a rocket have it folded have it deploy in orbit over the course of 29 days okay um and if it fails, it fails. <laughs> you can't do anything about it because it's 100 million miles from Earth. Yeah. We literally cannot get to it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so if it's fucked, it's fucked. Um, <laughs> but uh, try again. <laughs> yeah. But what's cool about it is it's it's a giant mirror, right, telescope, yeah. refracting light. Um, But it also has these giant solar sails mm-hmm. that pop out. And there's a layer of five of them. And these solar sails help with light pollution coming from, you know, obviously the sun, but also the earth and the moon. Mm -hmm. So it's like a giant umbrella, like the guy was saying uh, in the video, um, behind. So it blocks out all that light. So now the telescope can focus past all that and really detect all the infrared that's coming way, way, way for, you know, farther away. Yeah. Um, So... This, they said it wasn't going to be ready for any experiments or anything like that until six months after deployment. Mm-hmm. So, 29 days, deployment ends, and then six months after that, they can play with it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, like I said before, we cannot get to it, so it's completely unserviceable. So, if an asteroid hits it, um, mm-hmm. debris from Earth hits it, like, it's gone. Jeez, and uh, let's let's, that's let's little, look up, that's a little <laughs> risky yeah let's just look up how much it costs to make 9.7
0: billion nice and over jeff bezos could pay for that it just oh i'm just gonna say yeah. that's
1: really not much you know? Yeah, i was gonna say um, <laughs> it says oh wow it's been in development since 2003 Wow, so they launched Hubble in the 90s. They were like, nah, this is not cutting it. This is it. not good enough. <laughs> so we're gonna start this now. Um, wow, so that's that's a long time. Yeah. And it's supposed to support, I guess, 24 years of operation. So so what happens after 24 years is just kind of like- I think they have either send up a new one or I'm sure by then they're gonna have like a more updated version.
0: Maybe. Probably. How, is it just become space junk? Yeah, I don't know. Do we pull it back on a string? No. Probably <laughs> I not. Don't know. Oh my god, a hundred million mile yeah, long string. I think it... it
1: back. I wonder if they do have, like, a system where, okay, it's at the end mark that they're estimating. Does it fold back into itself and kind of just, like, go further out? Or, I don't know. That's interesting. It'd probably burn up in our atmosphere anyways.
0: Probably.
1: <clears throat> because it's also made to withstand, like severe cold Mm -hmm. because space is cold yeah um so i don't think it would do well like any closer to the sun than it is. right true i was talking with julia before and i was saying uh you know if you were to meet an alien how would you want to meet it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and neil degrasse tyson had a really good point you really don't want to meet an alien that crash lands. Yeah. Like that does not give you good enough confidence in their civilization. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um however, if they were to like hover and then gracefully come off of their spaceship or something like yeah. that that would give you like a better indication. Yeah. Of uh, you know, how that how they are in general. Right. Um, but he was also saying that he believes that we're being observed i think bi, so too by aliens um and <laughs> the only reason <laughs> ew <laughs> disgusting <laughs> um, the only reason why nothing uh has come up he thinks uh, this is like hypothetical mm-hmm. um because they just keep seeing us kill each other <laughs> like well, they probably yeah, look point. at us <laughs> and see these primitive beings and they're like uh, like nah yeah. it, kind of like uh in star trek do you watch star trek not really, so their their prime directive is to not uh like fuck around with civilizations that aren't evolved yet mm-hmm. to travel in space like they do, yeah. um, but they'll like hide within them and like put on you know makeup and stuff to like look like them just to observe them, yeah, um that's basically what he's saying that he thinks oh. that they're not interacting with us because um we we're suck just, yeah we're just suck. awful like yeah. they're just witnessing all of this happening we're destroying our planet killing each other like it's probably awful to, to watch probably
0: yeah <laughs> I, I i totally agree i wouldn't want to interact with us either no
1: <laughs> but um
0: yeah i wonder if there's like any point that they would be like if they get their shit together then we'll oh probably you know
1: yeah but that probably won't happen for another like thousand years or at all yeah no <laughs> But also, um, another point that was made was there's all these theories that there could be intelligent life in all these planets, right? But mm-hmm. there's also another theory thinking that uh, sentient life is super, super rare. So yeah. it is possible that we are the only ones in the universe. I mean, in our ga- galaxy, I guess you could say. Um, you know how, but that made me think what is our definition of rare you know like how we say uh the saying one in a million yeah you know we have what did she say 12 dozen billion planets you know so 12
0: times 12 billion (laughs) 12 times 12 billion so it's um so there's probably still a lot i was gonna say there's there's
1: enough i feel i'm confident enough to to say and think that we're not alone Even if we are rare. At least
0: one other one, you know? I guess that makes sense because if you even just think about just Earth in general, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many living creatures, but Mm -hmm. we're pretty much the only self-aware. I mean, there's a few other species that are self-aware. Yeah, But, like, I think it's under... We're the only ones that can...
1: Use to i mean chimpanzees are using tools now but yeah. we're the only storytelling ones you know yeah. we can only we can converse we can conceptualize the past present and future right so um you're right i think
0: so if you think about it that way i mean if it even on our own planet we're like the only ones yeah yeah And there's like so many different mm-hmm. living species and different types of animals and yeah. even plants are living you know yeah. but they are not self-aware yeah exactly so yeah
1: but i'm still confident i feel like yeah. like at least one in our galaxy but but that's also just our galaxy yeah that's what people like keep forgetting that in that one picture the deep field picture it's i think they said there's thousands of galaxies just in that picture and that's just one smidge of a constellation probably just like
0: one inch of one pi- yes. one picture yes <laughs> like, and it's just like that's what uh, Julia's this like, shut makes up. makes me like so uncomfortable. I don't know why. But
1: uh, it, it's so great to think about because I know. What if we're not alone? Mm-hmm. We could be besties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could be besties with the like,
1: alien. Oh god, that's too much pressure. <laughs> but um that but this is why I like thinking about this stuff. It's just yeah. very like it kind of sparks my imagination Mm -hmm. a little bit, like knowing that there's so much of an unknown. Mm -hmm. I think a a lot of the time that makes people uncomfortable not knowing things. Um,
0: But this stuff. I I think that's why it makes me sick. Yeah. Because I'm just like. Well, the earth is like a safe
1: place, you know, like. Yeah. I, I used to, I remember in middle school, one of my best friends she would always talk about wanting to become an astronaut. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, I could never do that because you're stuck in a walnut. You know, yeah. there's no air outside. A <laughs> yeah. Like you're just floating there, you know, and like yeah. what if your helmet comes off and you can't breathe? But I'm realizing now that she was probably focusing on um, the possibility of just uh, experiencing other yeah. worlds, you right. know? Right. And wow. that to me makes me happy. So. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, it was really fun to learn about, and I hope it wasn't too boring. No. It was really fun making Julia uncomfortable <laughs> through this whole entire thing. But I think we Sitting both here. learned a lot. Like it, it, it's very fascinating. Yes. Um, and if you guys ever want to uh, look this stuff up on your own, Quanta Magazine is a really good website, and NASA itself—they have a really a lot of educational videos mm-hmm. um, and references. And uh, take a moment to look at that. Hubble deep field image because it's, it's so beautiful. Anyways, it looks like, um, a painting, you know, because of all the galaxies and everything. And they're all different colors. There's there's like red ones, yellow ones. So really beautiful. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening.
0: Yes. Thank you. And,
1: uh, stay tuned for our next episode,
0: which we don't know what it's about yet, (laughs) but you'll see when it's uploaded. Yep. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. And all this of this